Hello, welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan and joining me is the fabulous Jane Hilston. How you doing, Jane? Good morning. I'm very well, Stace. How are you? Yeah, really well. Today, we're going to deep dive into routines and what our days look like or weeks look like in terms of um, sharing the balance between time for ourselves, time for our kids, time for our family, husband, and of course, work. But before we do that, we always talk about our favourite things. And this is off the back of the fact that we used to do favourite things episodes and everybody was always like, we love that. So we thought, yeah. oh, we'll just do one every episode then, shall we? Mm-hmm. So this week, what's your favourite thing, Jane? You start because I'm still thinking. So my favourite thing this week is like it's bittersweet, but it's I, I'm trying to look at it as a positive which is why I'm putting it in my favourite things because I'm actually, as I'm telling you, I'm actually trying to tell myself. Yes. Um, is my little girl has just become super independent. So uh-huh. um, she's in year one now and yes. um, she doesn't need to hold my hand when yes. we're walking down the street and um, she also doesn't need me to do her hair. Oh, bless. And whilst my heart absolutely collapsed <laughs> when oh. she... Because um, she revealed all this to me on the, on the same day um, last week and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh gutting. Um, I'm trying to put a positive spin on it because she's becoming independent and she's a little fearless leader and I appreciate that and um, it's good that, she doesn't, good that she doesn't need me. She's, you know, making her own way, forging her own yes. path. I just feel like, like you feel like your kids are tiny and then suddenly yes. they're not. Yes. And I know I'll yeah. feel like this with, you know, that they're this primary school age and then they're suddenly not. And then all of a sudden they're mostly in high school. Yes. yes. Yeah. And yes. then they're gone. So yes. I, I don't recall where the time between the capsule and the not wanting me to do her hair came yes. in. Yes. Um, but and isn't that, isn't that funny because I had such the different reaction to that. So <laughs> might say something about me, but um, like that independence, I'm an incredibly independent person. So really? that, yeah, <laughs> that independence when my, when my girls started, you know, and, and Henry, whenever there was that inkling, I was like, yes. And that's partly because I'm lazy and I actually don't want to do their hair in the morning. I can't think of anything worse. In fact, to the point where my girls are so good at doing their own hair, their hair looks exceptional. Alice can do the most amazing braids because I did such a bad job of hair because <laughs> I'm not a dance bum. Um, I did such a bad job of hair. And to the point where they look back on school photos where like they, they weren't quite at that point yet and I had to do their hair. And like their pigtails are all lopsided, <laughs> there's like huge lumps. Like I remember Alice just going, Mum, the lumps, there's so many lumps. I'm like, that's fine, don't worry about it. As soon as you get messed up anyway, no one cares about a lump. And so when they actually took that job on themselves, I was like, oh, phew, thank goodness. Um, and that, you know, like now, Alice is 14 and she's getting that independence even, even more. Even more. Um, Got a job. Yeah, and that, that's when you start to go, oh, wow, like that's a whole level of independence. Yeah. 
not sure I'm so ready for that, but still so happy that she is so independent. Yeah. Like dependence for me is suffocating. <laughs> well, I never thought that I would have a girl because uh, traditionally ballet teachers have boys and uh, all around me, all the ballet teachers have boys. Wow. And so I okay. always, I grew up thinking I would only ever have boys. And then I had this, this little girl as my first baby and this, you know, this miracle child and and doing her hair was one thing that I, okay. I'd never yeah. thought I'd get the opportunity to do. I do plenty of kids hair at the ballet school. I could do buns, you know, I plays a bun. Absolutely. But um, I, you know, I really cherish that time and that moment with her and it's, yes, yes. Almost passed me by. But anyway, so that's my favourite thing. My child is independent. Woohoo! Woohoo! Tell myself um, that. Your turn. So my favourite thing is um, a book that I've just read that's not business related. It's what? like the first book that I haven't read that's um, business related in such a long time. It's called The Weekend and it's by Charlotte Wood. Okay. And um, I've read a lot of Charlotte Wood's um, books. I find her to be an exceptional author. One thing that I love about Charlotte Wood is she almost writes a character in, like she almost writes the landscape or the setting of the book in as a character. It's so integral to um, the way that the book kind of unfolds and the story and the plot line and all the rest. Um, and you almost, you're almost there. And because she's an Australian author and she's based in the Blue Mountains, so a lot of her books are based around... Um, Sydney or um, like this one was I think based in the central coast and I'm so familiar with all of those those landscapes that I can just picture can see it. everything yeah. up there I'm there with the characters um, and this book is actually about a bunch of 74 75 year old 70 to 75 year old women which is the age of my mum and there was kind of two things that kind of came to light is it was because it kind of talks a lot about, um, sorry, it doesn't talk about it, but it demonstrates ageing um, and particularly for that 70-plus-year-old about how society kind of perceives particularly women in that 70-plus age and them struggling with the fact that they're still these amazing females but in society's eyes they're kind of written off. Um, and um, so I resonated with that. Not that I'm 70, I'm in my 40s, but I, I've started to become aware of, you know, the fact that, that um, you know, spring chicken anymore. But also too, my mum is in that age group, you know, yeah. and, and my dad, both my parents are in that age group. So it's like kind of, it just brought that empathetic kind of awareness of, of, of that age and and I don't think I think when you're younger you see 70 plus as so old you know like that's like super super old grandparents kind of thing yeah whereas now it's like it's not that old you know like it's like that's my parents age. I don't, I don't think they're old you know yeah. um so but she is a beautiful 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 writer and I really really enjoyed that book so if you and it's quite a quick one to get through so if you are looking for a good read um I would say that's that's a really good recommendation I love it you reading something that's not a business book Jane I never 
Do you know what? I used to do it all the time before, I don't know, maybe the last three years or whatever. And I'm still part of a book club, which is not as regular. um, Well, I don't get to it as regularly now. But we would, it was, we would just get together and we all read different books. So we weren't forced to read the same book. Um, and we would bring in the book that we read for that month and we would just give it a synopsis. And then oh, nice. someone, yeah, if someone kind of resonated with that book, well, then they'd take that book. So what that meant is because it was a group of, I don't know, 15 women, um, not everybody loves the same book. Do you know what I mean? Like not everybody loves the same style. And for me, yeah. like sometimes I'm in the mindset to read a really serious, heavy book. And then sometimes I just want a really light holiday read. So yeah. I don't want to be prescribed exactly what to to read. So the time limit of a book club gives me anxiety. Just, you know, you have to have it read by Monday. Yes. Well, I that's why. And well, that for this one, it didn't matter because everyone was just bringing Exactly. It. Yeah. That'd so even if you'd read it a year ago, you could still bring that book to the table. So it made it, yeah, definitely made it um, a lot less pressure. But I actually liked that. I liked the fact that it did enforce me to read. It gave me a deadline. something. Um, and I miss that. I miss that a lot because I, actually, I love reading. Reading is one of my favourite, favourite things to do. And I really love reading. I've, I've learned so much by reading books and I don't, um, business books, I don't want to stop that but I really miss reading good, just normal, everyday books. Yeah. Is reading part of your weekly routine, Jane? Because today we're talking about routines. Do I'm you trying read every to, day? Yes. Um, I'm trying to make it part of my routine. Are you the, and I, and I think I speak to so many people who are part of this group, the, the, the adult group who can no longer read before they go to bed because they're just so exhausted that they'll read a sentence. And fall asleep. Yeah, I live there. Um, but I've also given myself a goal of reading every day, but with no expectation of what that means in terms of how much. Uh, so yeah. I mostly do read, but just before I go to bed. Yeah. And if I get through a page, I'm completely satisfied with that. Yes. I've at least read something. I've taken in some little idea I know, and I, you know, I know when I get into bed, I'm not going to finish a chapter. That's yes. never going to happen. Yes. But just the act of, of picking Reading up something instead of just going to sleep and saying, no, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm committed to this. So yeah. Yes. So can you, and I must apologize if you can, if you can hear the water trickling in the background here, it's because one of my children is not using my ensuite bathroom for once and the other bathroom is just up above me and it's the shower water, that's all the pot, the plumbing is above my head. And I'm sitting here listening to it thinking, oh gosh, I hope not everybody is hearing that. Anyway, I apologise if you are. Jane shut her window for this. She's like in a sweat box. She's I'm in a up. sweat box so yeah. that we don't hear the birds. And so last that- time the birds, we got bird complaints. Because- <laughs> People could hear the birds in the background and it was off-putting apparently. Chirping. Yes. I think so that's I've, lovely, I've, early morning birds. Kitchen outside my door so they'll be all um, banging around in there in, in no time. Um, but, yes, we are going to talk about routine and um, one of the catalysts for this conversation was during summer um, with the onset of school holidays, et cetera, et cetera, it's quite impossible for myself and I would imagine for you Tuesdays to actually stay in the kind of rigid, um, quite punishing routine of 
um, and, and fitting, running, like fitting, looking after a family and running around after school-aged children and activities into the same week that you fit running a business. And so you get on this kind of hamster wheel, I'm going to call it, yep. where you get this really tightly engineered framework of, okay, so I get up at four, I'm going to do my one and a half hours work there, then I'm going to go and exercise, then the kids need to, you know, then I have two hours getting ready for the kids. Then I sit back down at my desk at eight and then I do da 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 until three and then at three I go da da da, you know, and we're, and Tuesdays it's basketball for Fleur and it's um, such and such for Henry and da da da. And you're just like hamster wheeling away and you do it because you're in the routine and you're just doing it. Yep. And then and, the holidays come. And then, yep. And, it, and if it's just a week of variation, well, you know, that's okay. It's pretty easy to get back into that routine. But when it's like a six or seven week hiatus, I get scared about breaking out of that routine because I know how difficult it is to actually get back into it. And that's the irony, right? You get to the end of the year and you're like, I cannot wait for the holiday. I cannot wait for the holiday. And then you're suddenly in it and you're like, oh gosh, yeah. how am I going to pull it back together? <laughs> and that's it because for me, like I don't necessarily wake at, like sometimes I do wake early, but because we don't have that nine o'clock deadline to get kids organised and, you know, all the, all the things, yeah. we don't have to walk the dog every morning. We don't have to make the school lunches. So that relaxes a little bit. So if I don't get up at four, there's no real consequence. The other thing and the bonus is that when the kids are on school holidays, because my kids are fairly um, independent now, they don't need me to be running through, you know, colouring books and stuff with them to keep them occupied. They're doing their own thing through the, through the school holidays. Um, so that means I can kind of work from home and yeah. apart from them, you know, asking me for lifts here or having friends over or whatever, I can actually kind of sit there and, and work. But what it means is that I don't have to finish everything, wrap everything up at three to be Uber driver mum, yep. you know, and, and mum um, at three o'clock. And that actually, actually gives me back hours in my day. Like it actually gives me more flexibility. So this is a different um, attitude that you're having to school holidays than even just a year ago, Jane, because... What you're saying here is that you've actually found time and space to get work done, whereas I think in the past you've been like desperate for more time but there hasn't been anywhere to fill it. Is it because the kids are just that little bit older? They're Have they been a little bit more depend independent? Yeah. 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 But it's like I was explaining it to Kev the other day. It's, it's just different. So yeah. it's still hectic. Like it's yeah. still because I can't. You know, again, like I will sit there and go, I need to get all of this done, but then the kids will need to go somewhere, or da, 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 you know, or something will happen or a doctor's appointment or, or whatever, and my whole day gets sideswiped kind of thing because they're here in their home or they'll come in and, you know, ask questions or whatever. They're, they're definitely more independent, but that it's that lack of the three o'clock deadline that yeah. I'm like, well, if I'm working on something, I can just keep working because that's my biggest frustration with the school week sorry it's a bittersweet moment um it's my biggest frustration that I have to pull up at three but yeah. when I go and pick the kids up I really enjoy that like I love going and picking the kids up and hearing about their day because that's when they're most chatty so it's not like I lament it I don't I like but but at three o'clock I'm like 
I still have work up to do and I know I'm not going to get a chance to get back on there till four o'clock the next morning. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do in those moments when you are completely out of routine and then the school year starts again and the school lunches start and the, you know, the new schedule basketball's now on a Monday instead of on a Tuesday and, and all of that stuff. And How do you get yourself from completely out of it back into the swing of it, back well, on the hamster wheel? It's like anything. You just do it. You just do it. I don't, I, funny, I don't write an affirmation <laughs> about that one. I just do it. <laughs> Okay, well, for our listeners who tuned in, especially for this episode, to figure out how they're going to get their life on track, put it in the diary and do it. But what? How else? What else? Okay. Like, well, I've got I've got a bit more of a couple of practical step by step things. So, <laughs> if you shut up for a bit, I'll tell everybody. Go, go. <laughs> um, I find it easier to do when everything's mapped out. So if I can see my routine in front of me in a very physical, written down, visual, right there, Mm. I find it easier to get back into the swing of things. Mm. I've mapped out that it is Tuesday that I'm going to basketball and it is, you know, Thursday that I'm going to sprockets and I know what's happening when. Yes. Then I can map out the pockets so that at three o'clock when I have to stop, um, I know that the next pocket of time is going to be here. And I know you said that you know that your next pocket of time is not till 4am the next day and that's driving you bonkers, but that's okay with me. If I know where it is and when it's coming, it's when I don't know when I'm going to get it done. Yeah, right. I really can't cope and I really start to feel that overwhelm coming in. But other than that, it's important for me to map out that week from start to finish and know what days I'm going to do what work. And for this year in particular, Fridays, when we're recording this, Fridays is, is just love jobs day. And I know mm. you've done this for a while, Jane, and I've, I've said that I've been doing it, but I really haven't. I've always let other work creep in. Yeah. Whereas I'm really consciously trying to make Fridays um, me time, love jobs, yeah. tying up the loose ends, um, preparing for the weekend actually looking around my house at the chaos that I exist in and yeah. trying to get on top of just little things, washing or, or whatever, just to get me a step ahead. Whereas I would yeah. never block out time for that before because I would think if I'm doing, you know, if I'm doing this washing now, then I could be, you know, returning that email. Yes. Whereas now I kind of know that the email is going to be returned tomorrow at four or whatever the time is. And so I can rest easily with that. Yes. And there is an element as well in that of, you know, just doing it. I do hear where you're coming from. Just get up and do it. Yeah. But you're better at that than me, Jane. You're, you're heaps better at that than me. You make your exercise a priority. You make eating well a priority. You make getting your work done a priority. You make your kids a priority. Like you just do it. And I love that about you because it inspires me to just get on with it. Well, so I spend a lot of time planning. I'm not sure if you can tell. <laughs> I spend a lot of time planning how I'm just going to do it. And you're like too busy doing it. Like you're already down the block. I get, um, I get frustrated in the planning process because I'm like in the time that I've mapped this out and put a pretty picture behind it, could have actually, you know, I could have actually pumped out 10 objectives for my client's marketing plan. Um, <laughs> however. I like what 
I like the the idea that you're kind of mapping that out so that you've got some predictability. As you said, because for you, if you don't know where that next block of time's coming, I think I've been in my routine now for so long, I know the deal. And I know yeah. that when I finish at three, I might get a little bit of work done, but I've pretty much got to resign to the fact that I won't. Yeah. And so anything I do get done is a bonus and then it's not until... And that's still frustrating though. The fact, even though the predictability around, yes, okay, I'll get to do that work, it's still frustrating that I can't do it now because, yeah. you know, as we've spoken about before, I, if I've got stuff on my list to do, I just want to do it. And especially if I've said that I'm actually going to get that done today and I haven't got that done, Knowing that I've got it doing it, I'm doing it tomorrow gives me no comfort because the fact is I should have got it done that day. <laughs> You're harsh on yourself. But that's... I think that's what you have to do to have the, to get the amount of stuff that we get done. You have to have that high expectation of, you know, getting stuff done. And that's where I get disappointed um with myself you know we spoke about last episode about getting disappointed in yourself when you you know fall out of your discipline yeah routine um that's why there is a routine in place it's to ensure that you do get this stuff done and we have truckloads of stuff to get done and when it doesn't get done i think too in the work that i do and it's and it's so much easier now um that i've got um Ellie, who's, who's now working with me full time, much, much easier. But because of, so, so there's stuff to do for my business um, and stuff to do for the family, but the, the nature of what I do is I take on certain amount of activities to do for a client in marketing. Yeah. And that's very, very deadline driven. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff there that has to be done regardless as well and be prone to stuff in there maybe as predictable as you know what I mean like I'll say I'll work on this project for this client for this long but because it's not my work or even sometimes with my work I've just underestimated how long that project's actually going to take me right. to do yeah and that's and an well, easy way to fall down if if you think something's right. going to take you two hours and eight hours later you're still working on it that's yeah. going to make you cranky yes that's right so that's where that's where that kind of that's where that routine is necessarily necessary. And um, when I'm really under the pump with that kind of stuff and I have lots of stuff to do for clients as well as myself, that's when I'll go into my Google calendar and go, okay, you know, where's all my meetings? Where's all my, you know, commitments? Um, okay, I'm going to block out this amount of time to work for this, work on this for this client. I'm going to block out this amount of time. And sometimes if I don't put those blocks in, um, it's really easy for me to book in meetings to, you know. Yes. I used to be really bad if someone just called up and said, I really want to, you know, talk to you about marketing. Oh, okay, sure, we'll get together. Um, you know, let's get, let's get together for a coffee on Thursday. Yeah. And to get together for that coffee, you know, by the time you drive there to the cafe, say hello to a few people, you're there for an hour and a half within the coffee meeting, you know, let's take two and a half out of, hours out of your day. A lot yep. of the time that coffee was, you know, a great conversation, a great chance to meet someone, but largely not something that was ever going to make the difference for my business and where I needed to go. So yep. I became really good at having that phone call where it really just managed the expectation of, you know, where's this going? 
I became good at diagnosing, um, you know, is this, is this a coffee worth having or should I, you know, um, suggest a few other alternatives for this, for this person? Because that two hours, when you've only got six hours, when the kids are there, that two hours is really, really a big distraction. Absolutely. And I became, um, I was exactly the same putting meetings in whenever I saw white space. Yes. But now I've actually got in my Google calendar deep work. Like I've got yeah. time blocked out for deep work where I don't book anything yeah. else. Yeah. And Wednesdays is my day for meetings. So if someone says, do you want to have lunch? If I've got somebody booked this Wednesday, then the answer is no. Next yeah. Wednesday or whatever Wednesday is the next free Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't just throw it in willy nilly wherever because yes. exactly what you said, you've got to stop work, leave, go do that. And yes, it's enjoyable, but then it takes so much longer to get back into the routine yeah. and back into yeah. the swing of it. And, Out of it. Yeah. And, and I love your description of deep work um, because deep work requires kind of almost, and I put everything to a time, um, it almost get it almost takes sometimes about half an hour or it seems like it takes about half an hour at least, sometimes an hour, for you to get your head free of all the other distractions and also thinking, you know, like um, really mindful and present in the moment about that task you are completing. Because sometimes we're sitting there just, you know, answering emails and answering phone calls and doing little bits and pieces. And so your mind's kind of everywhere, but you're ticking stuff off the list. Yeah. That deep work, like putting a, for me, that would be putting a pitch together, putting a marketing plan together, coming up with campaign creative. Like I need hours of distraction free time so not looking at my email not looking at social media not answering phone calls you know yeah make no meetings in between that are going to disrupt my thinking is yeah. that the same for you yeah absolutely and the longer the time I can set aside for that the more I rest easy if I know because Thursdays is my deep yes. work day. So Thursdays Heath is going to be taking the kids to school and doing the whole morning routine. Yeah. I'm starting at five. I'm shutting Great. the door of the office Great. and I get to work through to 11. Oh, heaven. Isn't it? Heaven. Heaven. Monday, uh, so, sorry. Mornings are when you, for me, mornings are when my brain is like on Me fire. too. After yeah. two o'clock, I'm hopeless. Me too hopeless yeah. but yeah. really good physically so like that's why I you know the classes that I teach if I'm teaching in the morning I don't necessarily teach as well as if I teach in the afternoon I don't know what it is about afternoons but I can be really creative and energetic and fun and you know my best version of Miss Stacy in the afternoons but ask me to send an email and I can't I can't find it from anywhere <laughs> it's just a different part of my brain I guess but mornings yeah, um, I'm like, go, go, go. And I find that, but with writing, like after the hour of, you know, two o'clock, I just find it so hard to string a sentence together. But in the mornings I can, um, yeah, think of all the words, articulate myself, you yeah. know. Um, and I think too, but that also requires concentration. So when I'm actually putting marketing plans together um, for for a client, I want blocks of days where there's no meetings and I don't even have to think about other clients because right. for me, like I've got clients at this stage, I've got clients in so many different industries. So for me to actually really come up with a, a, a strategic business document, 
I have to have, I have to take my head out of what it, that particular industry that I've been working on with that client or even my business and put myself in the industry of financial services or the industry of hospitality or the industry. And that requires incredible concentration. Yeah. Um, and what stresses me out if I know I've got a big piece of work like that due and I look at my week and I've just got all these days of meeting here and meeting there and meeting here and meeting here. So, so I'm like you, I, I, um, Monday morning, sorry, Mondays are my day to work on my business and yep. I've become very, very disciplined at not doing any client work on those days. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, mentally it took me so long to do that. I had to actually physically say to myself, it's okay, you have permission to work on your business. If you don't work on your business, you won't have, have one. Have a business, yeah. You <laughs> won't have one. So you need to work on your business. You have permission. You get to work on your business. Tomorrow is fine. Your clients can wait until tomorrow. It's fine. It's 24 hours. You yeah. can, they, can, they can do it. Yeah. So then Tuesday to Thursday. But then what frustrates is because then... I get like into my deep work, I'm on a roll and I start really getting somewhere and Monday ends. And then I'm like, oh, I don't oh, actually wait get for next Monday. Friday when it's my love job, but then Friday's usually the, you know, so it's another week that's frustrating because I'm like, I know I won't get a chance to work on this till next week and I'll lose my momentum and I'll lose the, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, and I was, I was <laughs> feeling resentful of um, Kev the other day, poor Kev, um, because yeah, yeah, he just gets to, I mean, he, he does, he, he's really good. He pulls up and comes home at, you know, six thirty. Um, but I'm like, God, it must be so good just to have that freedom to get to work at eight and be able to work, you know, and finish that job and know yeah. that you can just finish that job. It doesn't matter if you get home at six or six thirty or seven or whatever, just finish the job. Like, yeah. Oh. Done. Oh. But That's I will remind you, Jane, you did have a situation where, you know, you weren't doing the taxi mum run around for a while and then you realised that you missed it. So the, the lesser of two evils is you get to finish oh, your work it. at three and pick up the kids. And it is the choice I make, but it doesn't mean that you just don't stop feeling that oh, wouldn't frustration. Be nice. yeah. You know, that, that you've got to switch from when you're just... You know, three o'clock, you could be just getting somewhere. Zone. Yeah. Just getting somewhere. And it's like, okay, I've got to stop and leave that until another day, another week or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's right. I've chosen to, to do that. But sometimes I think it sucks that we have to choose to do that yeah. <laughs> as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, is what it is. Yeah. So, so um, what are about, important, I guess. What's that? So routines are important, I guess, in different ways. You've got, yeah. your, you've got your week planned out, your Mondays working on the business, working in the business Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, love jobs Friday, and then the weekend. And that's work routines. And then um, for me, I have the, the exercise routines, which are non-negotiable for, yeah. for me. They, I have to, to, to do that. So I've, I've put um, yoga, Pilates, running, swimming, into my into my week this this and when I get to do them all and again forgiveness for when I don't get to do them all because not every week I get to do them all yeah and that's okay I just know that next week I'll try do you know what I mean I just try every week to get them done if I can't well, so be it 
What have you got any, just quickly before we wrap up, have you got any um, routine around where are you fitting your exercise and, and this is wonderful. Exercise, like there's this wonderful moment of time between when Heath leaves with the boys on their daycare days at eight and it's yeah. just Lucinda and I in the house until eight 30. Yeah. Um, and so I've been doing 30 minute dance cardio classes with the body by Simone app, which I'm loving. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, it's like old school step aerobics yeah. on the TV, but it's on my phone and it's dance. Oh. It's like a dance right. class and yeah. no one can see me. Ah. even better because I can just either like just go through the motions or I can break it down like I'm 17. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I, I think you need to record one of those sessions. For I us. don't think anyone yeah. needs to see it though. We did do one at staff retreat because everyone has been giving me heaps about it, but we did a you know group class at staff retreat and um, everyone was surprisingly sweatier than they thought they would be. How you get, it's, funny. It's, that some you get a sweat on. Good workout. So, yeah. Wow. Awesome. I don't have any. That just happened. That you know, I'm only just getting back into some kind of exercise. I'm nowhere near as disciplined as you, Jane. So at the moment, it's just happening when it happens, and yes. it'll eventually work its way into the plan. But no pressure at this point because I'm just going to disappoint myself. Let's be let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right. No right. Well, that. watch that space then. Absolutely. We'd love to know what your routines are, whether you have a morning routine, an evening routine, how you work out your life, what your week looks like. Please get in touch with us. You can find us on our Facebook and our very own special Facebook group. Yes, search for us at Miss Bossy Boots Podcast. And if you haven't left us a rating or review yet on Apple Podcasts, we'd really love it if you did. Thank you so much for tuning in to Miss Bossy Boots. Jane, always great to talk to you. As you. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 